Hello, 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 and you're all very welcome to the Can Projects podcast, where we love to talk about culture, arts, nature, and wellness. And today we've got a very special uh, treat in store for you. We've got a returning guest and a new guest, Stanley Diddy, who is the project coordinator over at the Nairobi Recyclers. And we can't wait to get into his work and learn more about him. But right now we've got a slight technical issue. Chris, how are you doing there? I'm good, I'm good. Good. There we go. Okay. <laughs> Hi, everybody. Hi. Hello. Hiya, Stanley. How are you doing? I'm fine. Good. Thanks so much for taking the time to come and speak with us today. Hi. Yeah. Yeah. And Jeremiah, you're well too? I'm okay, but I, I lost your screen. I'm, I'm okay. I can hear you, but your screen's lost. Yeah, I'm not sure why the screen, uh, where your screen is gone. Can you hear us? Yeah, I can hear you clear. Yes. Yeah. Okay, grand. We'll, can hear we'll, you clear. We'll make do. We'll make do for now, and we're just going to get into it straight away while while everyone is still here. So, Stanley. You, yeah. You're the you're the project coordinator at Nairobi Recyclers. Is that right? Yes. Great. And how long have are, are you are you one of the founders? Um, I'm among the founders, but uh, we had some uh, really senior people, but uh, they left some years ago, around uh, 2014 there. Some went for the greener pasture and uh, some just decided to leave the organization. And um, since then, we, uh, I, was, I took over as an interim coordinator and uh, I have been uh, working since then. Narek as the, the board and the board, the, the, the three arms director and the, 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 the secretary also who act double as the secretary of the organization. And I, I work as the, the coordinator right now. And uh, we have got members who are under Narek and uh, the members are uh, around uh, nine. And we have got volunteers who are about more than 23 who are working with us right now within Nairobi and outside Nairobi, yeah. Great. And so what, what, um, if you, what, what happens outside of Nairobi then? What? Where outside of Nairobi are you active? We are working in Nairobi. We are working in, uh, in, in, in Eldoret. We are working in uh, Kilifi. We are working in Mombasa. And also we are working uh, in Kisumu, where we have started recently. And also we are forming another, uh, we are trying to form another group in uh, Northeastern. So we, are, we work with the different uh, youth within the uh, locality and uh, we mobilize them and we do activities together. So if you go to Eldoret, we have got a, a group of young uh, people who are working with us there, also Kisumu and uh, any other place. Yeah, that's brilliant. So the 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 organization the organization is growing still right now, is it? Yeah, we are growing because uh, since sometimes years back we had um, a little bit of challenges. Uh, since the organization was formed, it has not get gotten any funds from any any stakeholders. So we have been doing uh, our project through the contribution of the members and also some well wishers who support us here and there. And we have been doing uh, this since we started, and we have been doing so many projects within Nairobi and outside Nairobi. Yeah, that's fantastic. So, um, 
you, you said, what did you say? 2014? You start, it started originally the year? Yeah, 2014, it went, the organization started some years back before 2014, maybe it was two or seven there. And it, it just stopped at 2014 and we revived it at, again at 2015. So how did it actually start then? Was it just, there was, there was a really, there was a big need to, to address this issue? Yeah, when the, when the organization started, it was a very big issue uh, within Nairobi. We had a lot of uh, problems of uh, waste management within Nairobi, and we had another problem of uh, encroaching uh, the, the, the forest, which is near Nairobi, called Ngong Forest. And also we had another problems with the youth who were unemployed and were doing uh, waste picking within Nairobi. So the organization started just to try and solve the problem. But uh, the, 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 we as the founder, we, we started it as just as simple uh, as that, but we didn't know by then it had to be uh, run in a very, very um, hard way with the resources. So we did have the resources and some of the members were, they gave up and they left the organization, but some few like us who remained, uh, uh, I think from the the, the 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 members we remained around four who are still the members now, and we had more than twenty three members by then, who who are the members of this organization. Yeah. And so, do, do you have a, do you, do you have a lot of support from the community then? Yeah, now we rely with the community. The support we get is uh, the volunteerism from the community and also a little bit of uh, local friends who support us in when we are having some uh, activities. And also the members, they, they never let the organization down. Whenever we have any problem, the members come in and uh, uh, give a hand. Yeah, and we also for the volunteers who have been working with us. So we have been working since then up to now with no funds, but we do so much activities within our organization. Yeah. And something I saw uh, on your Twitter, I definitely recommend anybody kind of interested in this, you'll, you'll be able to find Nairobi Pickers on Twitter. And there's a great record and an account on there of the work that they've been doing and some some uh, photographic evidence of the kind of challenges that they're facing. We're going to show you. Some pretty disturbing images. Yes. Really. I mean, like shocking it is shocking. Yeah. It is shocking. Um, but uh, something I came across, Stanley, was uh, this um, thing you're promoting uh, of uh, justice for waste pickers. Could you tell us a bit about there that? Is a, yeah, I, I want to speak about this initiative whereby we did a, a report this year and uh, we launched the report on 27th, what was around 27th. Uh, uh, was it 27th September? Something like that. We, uh, If I, um, I got my record very well, we launched a report dumped uh, uh, PAT pollution in Nairobi, whereby we documented um, some of the uh, plastics PAT waste within Nairobi and uh, outside Nairobi in six counties. And we collaborated with the Cleanup Kenya and we did this research together. And it was great. After there, we came up with uh, so many challenges we found there outside. One of the challenges were children, small children below the age of 16, working at the dump site. 
and uh, not going to school. And another problem we found, it was uh, also exploitation of the West speakers. And another problem we found, it was also um, uh, rehabilitation of the West speakers who are working at the dump site. Most of them are a drug, um, are involved in drug addicts. So this, the, this part of um, advocacy of uh, justice for West speakers is one of what we are doing and so many to come after uh, doing our research and finding the problems within the society. So we are trying to advocate for the West speakers in Kenya. No one recognizes them. No one cares about them. And they do a lot of work also to assist. But we, we know they are using their hands. They work at the dump site without uh, protective gears. And even we are going to share some photos to use uh, in, in future. And uh, they work under very deplorable condition. And wherever you go around, you'll find them carrying sacks. Don't, uh, no, no, don't they don't take precaution but uh, remember what at our dam sites is a mixture of everything sewer and everything you find from household uh, medical uh, equipments uh, uh, maybe uh, the, the the dyed dogs which are not buried the all the all end up at the dam sites many and many other dam sites we, which we worked on and we'll find that uh, no one cares even the government NGOs, well, we don't care. No one cares about this issue. So we raised this issue with the Clean Up Kenya, and we wanted the world also to see and try to come to the rescue of these uh, West speakers. And now we are doing that, and we, we are documenting. Now we are mobilizing them every week. I, I My organization, NAREC, goes around with the, within Nairobi, trying to find where they are, meeting them, and trying to share this idea with them. And most of them are just appreciating the idea and they're saying they are ready even to go for rehabilitation if they are given that opportunity. That's fantastic. So you're, you, you, you basically, you've, you've, you're addressing ah, a, an issue that's affecting the community, but, it, it, but it, the, the issue of waste is really, in some ways, it's a symptom of a bigger problem that's probably going on. Yes, this is the big problem that is going on within our country. As you know, now we are, we are having very short rain and not so much bigger rain. And you'll find even uh, the, the, you, go, you go to the dump site, the dump site is full of waste, is full of smoke. If you go there, the, uh, like uh, our main dump site in Nairobi called Landora dump site, if you go there, the pictures are not good. From January to January, there is a smoke. And remember, these uh, West Pickers, they are living there with their family. They, are, they, are, they have children there who are born there. These West Pickers, they don't have documentation to show that they are there existing, like a national ID. Uh, these uh, West Pickers, if you go there, they cook, they, they cook what they pick from the dump site. And whatever they pick, West and to go and sell, they are given very, very um, poor pay. So you find that uh, uh, like uh, somebody to work at the dump site to pick uh, the, the bottles of PAT, this for sodas, um, they're paid around four shillings, four shillings per, um, per kg. But remember they're collecting with the hands from uh, deplorable condition. And you find that most of the waste pickers, the much they can get per day is an average of around 50 and shillings to 100 shillings, which is around $1. And so to give people an idea, what would that buy then? In, would, they, would they be able to buy lunch? Would they be able to buy a, a cup of tea? Or? So 
Whatever they find this money, the first thing, because they're living at the proper condition, they go and buy drugs okay. to put them high. And the food they eat just comes from the environment around them. Okay, okay, right. Yeah. And even even, the, even their local water will be contaminated from the dump site as well. You know? And, 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 and Sorry? The water there would be contaminated because waste leaching into the soil and then getting into the water table. So there wouldn't even be drinking water. Like They drink that water and um, they drink that water and you'll find that, uh, you know, Nairobi River, which you have been documenting, uh, the part of it called Badari River, uh, it passes uh, through the dump site and this is the water they are using. And uh, maybe whenever they pick some other things like reused uh, uh, bags, they want to go and sell, they'll just wash from that water. And that water is mixture of everything from industry, from um, uh, 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 sewer, from the Nairobi water, and also from household. Everything is thrown there. Maybe dogs which are die- who are dead. And we find that the life, also we experienced this uh, at the dump site. We asked most of them uh, just randomly just wanted, wanting to know the age and uh, and uh, how they survived. They told us maybe around the average we saw, according to our, 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 our when we were doing this research, the, 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 the life is around 25 years old. So the, and, uh, the, the, our speaker cannot live more than 25 years old, the average now. Most of them, they die at 30 and at 40 if they go more maximum. Well, that that straight away tells you then that like how bad of a problem it is, and like, are there any are there any diseases in particular or or, or health problems in particular that are, that are more prevalent for these waste pickers? Uh, like uh, like, are, is would there be things like tuberculosis or anything like that that you know of? Okay, that one we cannot really say uh, because most of the whom we know they have died uh, through the uh, uh, tuberculosis and uh, we cannot say that much because we have not gone to the government and find out if it is really true. But uh, according to the way we hear from the ground, most of them die from the uh, uh, disease like uh, 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 Corella. Some of them die from the disease like uh, TB because of the, that infection of the smoke. And some of them dies, dies from tetanus. Some, some, something can be treated also because they cannot access the medical attention. And uh, some of them dies uh, from uh, illicit brew, maybe which is uh, they're taking at the dump site. And uh, yeah, this is what is happening at yeah, the dump site. That's yeah. very sad. And, and as far as... Uh, I mean, the, the, if the 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 the, the local community are kind of in, in, interested, how do you feel that the, there's a more interest now? Is the interest starting to grow, kind of outside of Nairobi as well? Are 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 you starting to see any kind of government initiatives or anything like that that might help to further the project? Okay, for me, I have not seen any improvement. Maybe to say. And they like uh, the life, uh, it is still the same at the mm, mm. Uh, local level. Uh, discrimination of the waste pickers is still the same, even at the household. So, we need to do more awareness, like the way we have started, 
But uh, 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 people who are interested, there are very, very few. Like uh, sometimes when you are launching this West Speakers um, program, we invited so many leaders, but only one from the county uh, came who is in charge of uh, the government uh, called, uh, called Waidera Chege. And she's an MCA from uh, Nairobi uh, County. And she was the one who was interested mm -hmm. to come. And uh, even to the organization, we invited the NGO only two uh, came on uh, on during that event and uh, in following up on what we discussed with them nobody has really shown an interest but the west speakers themselves in groups we are forming them in groups and they are really um, responding in a positive way and we meet them now at the grassroots level okay great yeah yeah well we we often talk about that here that grassroots is really <clears throat> That's kind of it's the only it's the only way to get things done properly is to start from the bottom up, you know. Because <clears throat> government really doesn't care as long as they ha as long as they're comfortable, you know. People yeah. people people do need to move for themselves as well, like you know. Yeah, well, that's it. I mean, Jeremiah, who is on mute, Jeremiah, if you can hear us, you're on mute at the moment. But uh, Jeremiah made a great point there the other day that like. Why should we need a heavy hand? Why should we need a law? It's it's actually people's attitudes that need to kind of actually change probably and to get a, 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 to build stronger communities where we look out for each other and we're actively interested in our environment. And that's that's uh, in my view um a lot would be a, a lot more useful approach than to bring in more laws and more heavy handedness, you know, and um, there's only so much politicians and things can do. They're, they're, they're in a certain role. Uh, but well, I think when it comes to the environment, it really is. Uh, people, there's Jeremiah's back now. What are we looking at there? Looks like a load of logs, is it? Um, but yeah, I think it's it's a it's a great initiative, Stanley. What you're doing, and um, would you say then, as far as pollution, do you think that the problem is getting? If the waste pickers weren't there, okay, aside from the waste pickers, is the are you starting to see more pollution, or is this, or or is it the same, or? Okay, according to what we have been doing, uh, when we create awareness, the, we cannot create awareness because of uh, lack of the resources, but uh, the, the problem as a change is going more worse. And uh, as I, I tell you now, uh, some of the parts now, when we had COVID-19, now it increased the waste management because the county was not even be able to collect the percentage they were doing. And uh, now when you go everywhere, you find that uh, now sometimes back the Nairobi River was a little bit better. And the Nairobi River, remember, it's the river which going to a, a, a river and then it's feeding now the, uh, the, the, to the Indian Ocean at the coast. But now when you look the face and the source of Nairobi River, <laughs> nowhere to, to smile. You cannot smile. Uh, starting from uh, Dagoreti, it's a constituency in Nairobi, starting from Gong, which is Kajado and uh, Kibra, it's a constituency. The, the really face of Nairobi River is now in a deplorable condition. So I'll say that uh, nothing's getting better. And the government, when we talk to them, they respond uh, in a very not uh, positive way because uh, we believe that uh, if they can work with this, uh, with the people who are affected at the grassroots level, because they are the ones who are feeling the pain, you cannot bring the solution to them. They know how to solve their own problem. 
but the government doesn't respond in a very positive way. Like right now, they are bringing a, 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 a program called Kazim Tani, which they're employing youth to do some cleaning and so on. The, the problem doesn't improve. They'll clean uh, through the west uh, along the river. The water comes sweep to the river, and the problem continues again, and it's a very short time uh, program. But if the relies with the stakeholders, like uh, NGOs, uh, which are working within the community, some small groups, uh, self-help group, uh, CBOs, this work could be very easier, and the problem could be solved in a very amicable way. Yeah. Yeah, it's unfortunate. Well, I mean... It sounds like it could be solved in a way that everybody benefits. There's, you know... Yes. Yeah. Yeah, there, there were some... Um, there were some pictures, of uh, some video footage of some rivers that I saw on your uh, Twitter, Stanley, that I'm just going to share <laughs> with the audience here because it's really actually... It's quite shocking. I, I think people will be qu quite shocked to see this. I'll just pull this up here now. It's quite unbelievable. So is this typical Stanley? Is this, this is typical all over in Nairobi? So we cannot see the slide, but it is typical of Nairobi. The, everything we put on uh, Twitter, we have got a backup. And uh, we are the one who are doing with uh, our phones. The, 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 we are picking, we, we are the one doing the, 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 the photos, videos, using our own mobile phone, which are more simple. Yeah. And we go on the ground and we do this documentation. Like the one I shared today in the morning, it was done, uh, to, it was done yesterday. And uh, by our colleagues and the people who are community who are, have interest within our community, and they share to us who are working work together as volunteers. And now what we share, we have got each and every account for that, and we'll do more research and more documentation to to to, to show the face of uh, the, the rivers in Nairobi. And we take them in different locations, not one location, so yeah. many different locations. And our county has failed terribly in terms of controlling waste, especially um, uh, liquid waste and uh, solid waste. Yeah. No, it's really. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna show a couple of more slides here just for the audience and and and, and explain what we're looking at. So we're just looking at basically absolute. Wet, like, Chris, describe what we're looking at for me, please. Could you? Where's like we're looking at like filth basically basically um, absolutely you know it's 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 um like a mix of everything yeah there's like from what i can see there's plastic there's metal there's like everything and you can't see the ground you can't see the river even like that one like that video i just showed there of the river where it's like you see a top layer of plastic and the river disappears at some point and then re-emerges then later After and it's blockade. just kind of actually really hard to believe and so Stanley, like, do, like where, like, do we know where is this rubbish even coming from? Do we know the source of, 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 of most of this? Okay, now the source of this amount mostly comes from the community 
who are disposing this waste uh, comes from the garbage collectors. Some of them who are these waste pickers, but uh, well, uh, organized a little bit and they pick and they throw it anywhere. And uh, some of this waste is uh, the waste which are uncollected by the county and it piles up within the city and uh, along the river. And you see, like in Kenya, things are normal. Nobody uh, see this. Uh, this is a problem because we document and even we share with the county government. We share with the uh, the Ministry of Environment and Forest, and also we share with with the, even the government, the county government itself. And sometimes we tag uh, the state house, which is happen to be our 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 governing government within the country. But uh, you see, they, they take a very short minimum. They don't even react on what we have said. They, they don't even ask us to verify if it is true or not true. And uh, we have been doing this and trying to sensitize the community and trying to, to talk to everyone to come to assist us in amplifying this voice until the government mm -hmm. hears us. Because we are the ones who are facing this problem. And remember, if this is happening now, 10 years from now, uh, we could we could not we will not have a, a place to be in and the generations the children who are coming up will be living in a very deplorable condition so we are urging we are urging each and everyone to join us all over the world and remember this one will not affect only Kenya because this waste end up end up at the Indian Ocean remember uh, it will affect each and everyone yes. in the world yes. and it is going right now we are having global uh, uh, global crisis temperature is going up like drought in Kenya, the problem is affecting each and everyone all over the world. Yeah, absolutely. No, we we definitely agree with you, uh, Stanley, and we'd consider ourselves an ally with you on that because um, it, it's, it is an issue that we like to highlight a lot is the issue of waste and waste waste management. And we've a really interesting guest who'll be back with us soon uh, who works with a, a group called uh, the Zero Waste Alliance Ireland. And they've got some really interesting approaches. And there's th thankfully now they're starting to being noticed. But I think what we're doing right now where we've got we've got people in, in in three different regions right now sharing ideas, and this is the what this is the way forward. I think is to is to meet is to is to link up with each other and find out what's working in this region, what's not working in this region, and really so we can leverage our efforts then by I think by supporting each other, and it is it, it is a global issue, and you're right. This stuff only goes to one place. It all goes in the ocean, and 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 we're all linked into that. That's the water of that's the lifeblood of the whole planet. So to just ignore these things is very foolish in my in, in my eyes. So there's 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 another one I, I really want to ask you about, Stanley. Is I don't know if you can see it there. I'm gonna play. I'll, I'll play it again. It's a short video here, and I'll explain what I'm looking at, but. Okay, that is Kibra. Mm. Uh, it was uh, day two in Kibra. We call it day two. Kibra is uh, the largest slum in uh, in Kenya, and maybe in Africa, if I'm not wrong right now, after the South African one, Soweto. And uh, this one we were doing cleanup. Remember, we did a cleanup here. We sensitized the people. But uh, if I go back there, the things are not really okay. It is already polluted. Eh? And uh, these slums, it, it accommodated so many people, more than 800,000 people. It's a, in Kibra, it's a constituency. 
But uh, in, the, in the only slums is more than 800 people, 1,000 people who, are, who lives there. And uh, they live in this, this condition each and every time. But uh, we try to sensitize them that it's a lot of, if you go there, there is a lot of diseases, there is a lot of uh, uh, waterborne diseases, and the uh, children are uh, playing on, at this place, and uh, mm -hmm. it's not really uh, conducive for a human being to stay here. And uh, for me, I believe that uh, the, the, the youth there, they are now buying the idea. These are the youth from the ground, because they know the problem they are facing. They came out in a large number to do a cleanup, just voluntary. And remember, they didn't have even, we didn't have a proper gear. Most of us, they didn't have uh, proper gear. Yeah. And you can see, but uh, they came out in large equipment we didn't have, and in large number to do this cleanup. And Stanley, what is this? This is like, is this 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 thing they're they're digging out at the side of the road? Is that like a kind of a sewage line or something, or what is that tip? What what is that? Comes, yeah, this is a sewer. It is a drainage, but uh, people when it rains or during the evening they open the raw sewer from the you know the informal settlement. It comes there. Each and every kind of waste clogs there, yeah. and it blocks sometimes. And the people, they sell food there. If you go uh, yeah. on the street there, you find the people are selling, uh, even pre preparing food, and they're selling from that end. Now, if there is a breakup of uh, diseases, we believe that uh, it's going to be a very, it's going to affect so many people. Like in that place alone, uh, you can count the uh, family living there are thousands and thousands of family living there. Yeah. And uh, even polio, eradicating polio, it's quite hard because poly also uh, uh, it can be it can it it, it grows in uh, contaminated water. Yeah, you'll find that uh, if you go there, there is no clean water, proper clean water for the people to drink, and uh, you'll find the, the the pipe to water it is uh, leaking everywhere. Can you imagine the contamination with, between the uh, mm -hmm. the waste and uh, the water people are drinking? And maybe soon you are going to document that and uh, share with you. And yeah. like the, the one I'm seeing there, it was in uh, Babandogo. Mm. And this is a company uh, disposing water, waste water in appropriate way. And uh, they build a very rogue system. And the water comes out. And this is where the children are playing, going to school, they cross there. And the youth are trying to do something there. So it's just that you're talking about a serious amount of contamination, basically. You mentioned yeah, polio. yeah. You mentioned polio, and like in most of the world, they think polio is gone. They think that polio is a disease from the past, like you know. No, it, and it is not the past. Yeah, no, 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 of course not. It, it just shows in that, Africa. Like, you know, in Africa, no, no. That's that's what I mean. In like Africa, I mean. For some, for people outside of Africa, that would be something that they could be shocked by: is that polio is still rampant, like you know, yeah, may you know, cause cause of cause of global ignorance, like yeah, you know, um, this is actually upsetting me a bit. It's very upsetting, Chris. That's why we're covering this because people need to know about this. Like that, 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 like it's not, it's not, it's not fair that we just like pretend this is not happening when it is happening hmm. and it's getting worse so uh, Stanley like we'll do anything we can to help spread this message because this is like very important and people do need to have an active interest in it because you're right you're, 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 you're so right and it's what we say all the time <coughs> on here that 
you know, like we, we, we all need to help each other because like if, if we just, if we just kind of only look after ourselves, eventually that's not, gonna, that does not work. Okay. It's not mm. sustainable and, and it's greedy and selfish, but so, but it's actually, it's actually, it's actually gotten to the point now between the, the climate crisis and climate impacts and all of that, that this is a matter of, of survival now for the entire species, not just the whole species, but life in general on the planet, you know, like this, the plastic thing is like that. I think that was what caught my eye. Um, it might have actually been a post Jeremiah put up and it was just a river of plastic. And I just, I could not believe it when I saw that. And I was like, okay, we got it. We really got to look into this. And um, now back to some, back to the positive side, which is, yeah, I saw some, I, I, I saw some, uh, there's some great work here that I saw. I'd, I'd love to ask you about, uh, let me just pull it up here. I've seen you're uh, doing some afforestation work as well, planting trees and things, and that's something Jeremiah could probably weigh in on as well. Uh, tree planting, uh, Stanley. Uh, Chris is asking you about. That. Is that something you're doing? Okay, now we are doing advocacy. Our advocacy we go all way around, and if you go to Narek Twitter, you will see that uh, we are having four hours. Four hours mean uh, reduce, reuse, recycle and the forest. As we go to do our cleanups, we found a lot of opportunities around, maybe along the road, we can be able to, to pick up the seeds, we do germination, and we take them back to the, the forest or along the river, we do some planting of the trees along the river. And now we have started this project, we are doing, when we do a cleanup, now we need to plant. And the, the mini dump site we closed, we have closed mini dump site within Dagoreti and Kibra, we plant trees there. And after we have closed, the, we have cleaned the place, removed the waste, and we plant trees to show that uh, we are cleaning the place and doing something there to protect also our our um, our environment on uh, on the air. And we have got programs in schools, especially primary school and secondary school, where we go and teach the uh, the people on how to grow the trees and the students. And we have program like now we are running a program which we are still looking also to for the support from uh, friends. We are having a school whereby we are going to do beautification of the school, and we plant indigenous trees. We plant fruits for the children and also to eradicate anger. And we are going to uh, to make sure the school manage the waste in a proper way. And we are still doing that uh, within uh, a school identified in Dagoreti. Dagoreti is within the constituency where our offices is where I am right now. And we want to work with the local communities, local leaders, but uh, <laughs> convincing them to buy this idea is quite very hard. Yeah. So what they see only is the opportunities maybe for politics and so on. So we believe that um, if our community if our community supports us, we'll start this program as soon as possible. But there is ongoing programs of planting trees in school. We have planted in around, um, we have planted around uh, 10,000 plus trees uh, fruit trees and um, indigenous trees in different schools in Nairobi. Yeah, we have done that. And we have planted uh, more than uh, 2,500 outside Nairobi in Rift Valley and uh, Bungoma. That's wonderful. And I think uh, the fact that you're getting involved with the schools there, that's probably one <clears> of the best things to do because awareness is one thing, but like if kids can understand these things at it from a young age, that we're, yeah. we're, this is a long-term thing that we need to work on and, and, and it, it's, it's a step-by-step -step thing. But to have the kids in, in tune 
and and with their environment, it's 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 a really great initiative, Stanley. And my my hats off to you because. Um, I think the issues you're focusing on, they really are. It's not just about the rubbish and it's not just about recycling. This is about community and community wellness and equality. And I really admire the, 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 the way the work has gone so far. So one, one other thing I wanted to ask you before I, I show some more of the positive work you've been doing is, do you have any idea roughly in Nairobi how much soil... And or, or, or how much land is actually affected on average by the pollution? Would you say it's like 50% is, is covered in filth or roughly what do, you, what, what, what do you think? Okay, right now, maybe uh, according to the way we look, because we have not done research on that, or maybe we go and find if there is somebody who did that research. But according to what we see on the ground, we can say it's around a... Uh, more than sixty percent. More than sixty percent. Around sixty yeah. percent there, yeah. yeah. Which 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 is not a uh, good no. because the rivers are uh, totally uh, the, the pollution of the river within Nairobi. The streams and everything is totally around eighty plus percent, around eighty five percent there. So the remaining is quite very very small. And you know the Nairobi is it is a, a place where the water comes. A lot of the rivers emanated from. And the 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 the, the, the Kiambu, Kiambu is a county near Nairobi, and we we, we 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 the water contributes to the Nairobi River, which it's going again to Earth River, and then it ends up in uh, in coast. Yeah. Tana River and yeah, Earth River, Tana River, and then to coast. And uh, this water, if you can be able to try and uh, take it for in a in a lab, I think. Even um, within within two years, no, within twenty years from now, there will be no no total life on the river, yeah. like marine, uh, the fish and the other things which used to survive there, they will never survive again yeah. because the pollution is too high. Right now, the sewer, which if you go in each and every village, you'll find a, a sewer raw sewer water flowing to the system, and it's quite very very. Um, sadding, uh, uh, sad so to, to see these images and that's why we post them but uh, we know we might have sometimes <laughs> a problem with the government but we know this is what we need to do as the community because we are the one who feels this pain. Well, it has to be practical I think, it's, that's something we we like we like to talk about a lot as well, it's like look, if if, if we're not getting anywhere um, with with, with, with um, government or civil kind of support it's us we need to be practical we can't like just put our energy into oh i'm going to complain and oh why can't we do we just actually have to find ways we need to find the right approach and, 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 and take practical positive approaches like it's not going to get us anywhere just kind of pointing fingers and blaming politicians or doing this that and the other it's like we're gonna waste energy doing that you know, we got to like keep it practical. And that was the first part of our conversation with Stanley Diddy from the Nairobi Recyclers, our NAREC NGO, and his work focusing on justice for waste pickers. And we will have Stanley back with us next week again. And we'll also have Mustafa Jeremy who participated in the conversation and we look forward 
to continuing this dialogue.